host Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, what episode are we on right now today? We are on. This is Married at First Sight, Season 12, Episode 11, The Month Aversary. So now we all know what that means. It's been four weeks, 30 days, 31 days, whatever. Uh, it is their first month of marriage for all the couples. So, oh no, it's not even day 31 yet. My, see, I'm going I'm going ahead of myself. But it is the month anniversary. So now things are getting interesting because now there's only four weeks left. So the couples are just trying to see if um, wherever they're at, if this thing is going to be a thing, if we're going to keep it going. I mean, of course, they still have four more weeks until decision day, so they don't really have to answer now. But this is a good indication that, okay, things right now, this might be the way that they are, and they might stay that way. So we just need to see if I'm okay with that or if there needs to be some adjusting. And, uh, you know, of course, everybody's going to need a little adjusting as we'll uh, figure out right now as, as, as I'll uh, go through the episode. But for the, for the most part, I think everybody's I think everybody's pretty good. But uh, you be the judge. So we'll see. Um, also, too, thank you, everybody, for uh, listening to the um, podcast the other time where it was with uh, my uh, longtime friend, Ricardo. It was very fun, very spirited. We're definitely going to do it again. I already have notes for um another episode that we're going to do not gonna let you know what it is yet but trust me it's gonna be good and you can see you saw how in-depth we get so the next episode is gonna be just as in-depth um it's what the what the last one was like over three hours or three hours in like 15 minutes that's insane so man maybe this one because this one is gonna be even deeper it's gonna go into just an assortment of just feelings and from childhood to, to adolescence to now shoot we might make it to four hours i don't know it might be the snyder cut of the inquisitive nobody we don't know <laughs> but it's definitely going to be a good enticing time and i'm glad that you guys got a lot of that previous episode and i look forward to be making that new episode in the near future and i can't wait for you guys to listen to that one as well but also, just thank you, everyone, for just listening to the other episodes. I mean, what 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 are we on right now? We are we're on uh, thirty eight, thirty eight episodes. So that's that's pretty good, man. Like, I'm proud of that. That's 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 awesome. Thirty eight episodes, and it doesn't even feel like that. It feels like I'm still starting. You know what? If I had to give it a number, I'd probably say this feels like I don't know episode seventeen, even though it is. Um, literally 38. I don't know. I, I just, I just, it just keeps going. So it's good. It doesn't necessarily feel like work, even though I do feel the 38ness, if that makes any sense. It feels like it's just the 17th episode. It still feels very fresh. So I'm glad that even though I'm at 38, it feels a lot less because again, like I said before, I forget where I said it. I have a ton, a ton, ton, ton of topics to talk about. Um, that I would just 
just want to talk about and if it's great that it doesn't feel like work even though this is a very time-consuming podcast <laughs> um but again that's when you know that it feels great because it it's fulfilling regardless of the work that is put behind it so again thank you everyone for listening it, it's much appreciated and i'm just gonna keep going until it is not fun anymore but i feel that this is going to be a long time coming and this is going to be great i can't wait for episode 50 i can't wait to episode 100 uh 125 is going to be awesome and 150 is going to be good (laughs) all right who 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 knows where i'm going to be at 150 but man i hope it's a i hope it's a happy happy place so anyway let's get to it man america first sight season 12 episode 11 the month anniversary all right so we got uh it's day 29 of marriage and first up is ryan and clara so um um so ryan and clara uh, no uh, clara has decided to move into ryan's apartment or house i guess it's a house it's a house <clears throat> and um you know she's happy about it he's happy about it and he asks, oh so uh how do you feel about it? She's like, oh, yeah, this is great. So she's just trying to figure out where she's going to put her stuff because Ryan is extremely particular about, one, his space, like like literally his space within his uh, house, but also space within him, like his personal space. But he's adjusting, which is good, and... I think she asks him what is it, what is his favorite part about this going on right now and he says well first he built he built the house for him obviously and he loves everything about it and and he's always doing uh, household projects and stuff but now it's cool that he gets to build this house with someone so that's cool but and again at first I didn't think anything of it but literally as I just read this he says that it's cool to build a house with someone. Um, I don't necessarily think that he met Clara. Not that he has somebody else in mind, but since he's with Clara, he's like, okay, yeah, I guess with you, since you're here. But I don't know. There, there's a there's a um, suspicion that Ryan does not like Clara because he won't go forward with the whole sex thing. And I can kind of understand that. But also there is a uh, thought where he just doesn't want to have sex now because it's been three well it's been 29 days or three weeks however you want to chop it down and he feels that he shouldn't have sex yet because he's not uh mentally and emotionally connected to this person which i guess i understand too particularly for ryan so he just could be stuck up in that area but at the same time he is getting what he wants sexually and depriving his partner at the same time because again if you don't know clara has said that they have done everything else but sexual intercourse so again what does that leave head you know blowjobs cunnilingus fingering hand job kissing you know what i mean all all that stuff but like okay but you won't do the final thing which is what she wants you know, she like, for lack of a, for, 
not even for lack of words, but tiptoeing around the subject, Clara literally wants to ride Ryan. <laughs> and he's like, nope, no thank you. And it's like, dude, what what are you doing? But I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with them. So we get to Paige and Chris. Oh, boy. And um, <laughs> uh, Chris, oh, I hate how since Chris is in the mix now that – you know he's he's in the quote unquote good graces of Paige. He does this weird side hug, not even a weird side hug. He he gives his wife a side hug. Granted, yes, I know that they're building into a friendship as opposed to a spousal union, but still, you can give your friend at least a frontal hug. You know, you give strangers frontal hugs and stuff like that you can give your wife you know the person that you slept with every day for the past three weeks you can give you can at least give that person a frontal hug but no he gives like a side hug like he doesn't want to be seen as like a rapist or something like that because like someone's watching or or something it's it's weird but they agree to play basketball and they they start to play basketball in the gym i'm assuming and um he he's teaching he's teaching her you know the basics layups um shooting and he's like oh why are you why are you throwing it so hard you're throwing it so hard and then he's like yo let's play a let's play a one-on-one game it's like okay so i guess chris wants to show how how dope he is and um he's like okay let's let's play one-on-one up to five and then uh, Paige goes, oh, that's my lucky number. But he still keeps, he still keeps talking. He's like, yeah, so um, whatever, we'll you know do this and do that. And I'm just like, wow, like she's trying to anything. She's trying to get you to uh, to be attentive to her and stuff like that, so you can either comment or counteract or do anything. And you're just like in your own world, just blah 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 blah. You don't care. And it sucks because she's trying to connect to you and you're not doing anything about it. She like she literally asked, she literally told you what her favorite number is. Not to say that you need to throw everything down and make a big spectacle of it, but she she gave you a little fun fact about her. Comment on that, but he doesn't care. He just wants to freaking play basketball, and then obviously like he freaking whoops her ass <laughs> in basketball. Um, and they both sit down and he's like, yeah, you know, I don't want to give up on this marriage, even though that's what Chris said, even though he already, he literally already did like two weeks ago. He's like, yeah, I'm done. But, um, I guess he had other plans and, um, Paige asks him, what are your long-term goals? And he says, Hey, I want to own four or five minutes four or five businesses that generate uh money for him yeah and i'm like oh okay that's that's pretty good i mean that's not necessarily lofty i mean that's just a really big goal but okay i get it um he says he wants he wants four or five businesses that generate one million a piece he wants family kids with an s uh you know that he, he wants to have multiple babies he wants to freaking have a uh, honeymoon baby thank god that did not happen and Chris says, I don't know, they're talking about something. And then Chris offhandedly says that he is an introvert, introvert. And 
page is like, what? I don't, I don't see you as an introvert. He's like, oh yeah, you know, when, when I'm talking or something like that, or when I'm hanging with a crowd, I shut down and then I go someplace else just to recharge my battery. And I'm like, oh snap, I, I didn't even. I mean, I noticed when he says that that he does do that, but I didn't even click in my head that he was an introvert. I thought he was just a narcissistic asshole, <laughs> you know, because I'm an introvert and I, I don't know. Mm, uh, I don't know if I walk away from, from the crowd. Maybe I do. You know what? I think I do actually. But regardless, when he's, when he said that I clicked with him, I was like, oh my God, yes, you are absolutely an introvert. Holy shit. Is this, I don't know. Is this another side of Chris that I haven't seen? Can I actually be rooting for this person? And I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to, um, get ahead of myself, you know, cause, um, he still is a douche, but at least I was getting to know him a little bit more. And it does explain not his actions, but why, how he acts the way that he acts. I guess not necessarily his actions, but just the mannerisms and the things that he does, his low ass voice. He's probably scared to talk about, even though he's quote unquote honest, like he says, he's probably scared to say what he needs to say because he is an introvert. But I just found that interesting. Um, so, um, Paige asks him, okay, so we never, we never talked about this before, but you were engaged. And then he like does this, He's, I don't know, he gives, he does this pause where he's like, shit, she found out. But not even she found out, it could have been anybody, not necessarily Paige, but you found out something that I didn't want to make public. And he and he does an eye roll and he's like, mm-hmm, yeah, he's like, fuck, now I need to speak about this. And, um, yeah, it, it just didn't seem like he wanted to answer. And he said that, yeah, he was engaged at 20 and it was like whoa um and she was like well why why didn't it break up whatever and he's like i'm I'm not telling you that <laughs> i mean i guess it's embarrassing enough but yeah he says that he wasn't financially ready and they broke up and i was like yeah you're not financially ready you're freaking 20 years old like are you kidding me <laughs> like you're you're one you were one year away from being able to drink and you think you can freaking get married um get out of here but uh yeah so th- that that's them i don't know i, g- I guess it's going alright uh, they are they are uh keeping to pages contract of meeting each other and and doing fun filled activities so we'll we'll see how well that goes for them so we go back so we see that Ryan and Clara and Virginia and Eric are having a double date. So I guess since everybody's busy or something. But also, no, not that everybody's busy. I forget who says it, but um, I think Virginia says that. Virginia says, no, was it Virginia? Virginia says that. Um, I think, um, man, I think it was Virginia that said that Ryan and eric get along i forget when they started getting along but they do and then somebody said that um clara and virginia because of the whole like page thing they got along together or they are they're the ones that are 
the most cool with each other. So that's why they that's why they decided to have uh, their double date. So um, so they're on this double date. I forget where. I don't. I don't. I don't know where. But um, Virginia tells the story of uh, Eric saying "I love you" and that she's like super happy. And yeah, it was the one where yeah Eric uh, made us well half made a song for Virginia and they were sitting in his you know swanky bachelor pad apartment. And the lights were low, and or lights were low or off or whatever. But he was definitely wooing her, serenading her, and all this stuff. And then he said, "I love you," and like she's super happy because she hasn't felt this in a long time. And Clara, you can see just Clara's face is like great <laughs> because she's like, "Damn, yo, look at freaking Virginia getting all this stuff," and she and she's saying like, "Hey, I'm happy for Virginia. This is great," but she's like, "Damn." And, um, I think it was Ryan, Ryan and, um, yeah, like, Virginia is definitely, like, the queen of ruining things, because, you know, she ruined the thing when, uh, um, when Chris said that her ex, which is called Mercedes, um, was pregnant and Virginia was like oh like is it yours and they were just going back and forth like just ruining everything and so like they were just having a good ass meal right now and then Virginia just says oh yeah Eric loves me and I'm super happy blah 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 and it's like damn and um Ryan asks them when was like the soonest that you've ever said I love you in a relationship and they're both like like this one uh, clearly, because it's only been twenty nine days, and they've said I love you. But, but then again, of course, not not everybody's twenty nine days are the same like this. You know, they they met each other, went on a honeymoon right after, got married, and now they've been living with each other. All all that stuff happened in twenty nine days, where the other things happen. That all that stuff can happen in two three years, not twenty nine days. You know, so. Um, it's very accelerated, but then, uh, what's his name? Um, Eric, Eric asks Ryan, wait, so what was, what was the longest relationship you've been in? And Ryan says two years and Eric says, what? And you've never said, I love you. He's like, that's insane. And then, uh, Claire's like, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why. I don't know why he hasn't. That like that's insane to me, and that is insane. Two years, two years. You've never said I love you. Shoot, in two years, I, uh, I what's it called? Uh, I'm not convinced myself. I I I finalized the decision that I was going to marry my ex fiance in two years. You know, I mean, granted, it took me two more years to get the uh ring and to actually propose but at the same time wow i i totally i don't remember when i said i love you first but i mean look at what happened in those two years you know i she's done a multitude of things for me to be like yes i want to marry this person this is this is the wife for me for the rest of my life but ryan over here is in a two-year relationship and he's like nah i'm good (laughs) 
He's like, nah, I don't. What? I don't get it. What? What do you want? What? What do you want me to do? <laughs> Yo, that is insane. Ryan is a freaking G, man. Yo, this guy needs to calm down. To so, what do you say? Like, I don't know. What do you say when you hang the hang up the phone? You know, like, all right, bye. You know, I love you. All right. <laughs> or when you say, or when you're gonna go to bed. It's like, all right, good night, baby. I love you. All right, good night. <laughs> and don't say anything else. How do you go two years without saying I love you? See, and that's the thing. You know what? It did. It's definitely deep rooted because people can even say I love you by accident, or or not even by accident, by um, uh, like muscle memory. You know, if your wife says, I love you, you you automatically say, yeah, I love you too. You might not, I don't know, you might not mean it. I mean, you definitely mean it. You mean I love you, but you're just saying it at that instance because she's, because she said it, but you don't mind it because you actually do love the person. So how did the, how did his ex-girlfriend get, you know, her say, I love you, but he not just instinctively muscle memory say I love you too. That's a very conscious decision. Or maybe he or maybe she just never did and she was waiting for him to say it, which sucks. Like you you waited two years for him to say I love you and he never did. So that's why you broke up. Well, I don't know why they broke up. I would be extremely interested to know why they broke up. But also too, I wanna know if she finally broke down and was like, Yo, I love you. Or maybe she they had the talk maybe six months down the line they had the talk and she was like hey um i don't know why you haven't said i love you yet i'm at that point and then he probably told her exactly what he's telling us now with clara but at the same time that's two years of not having sex with a person well not having sexual intercourse um with this person i'm only assuming because why would he have regular intercourse with the last person but not have intercourse with clara who he's married to so i'm just giving the same rules to the ex to the ex girlfriend as i'm giving it to clara so if clara's not getting any i can only assume that the previous one isn't getting any too or at least getting the the fractured um uh, loving or whatever you know and and she definitely the last one definitely didn't get i love yous and claire's not getting i love you too so i want to know what he told that ex-girlfriend about i'm not saying i love you until i'm ready and also what how did he how did they go how was his sex life with his ex-wife i mean ex-girlfriend i want to know that how was his sex life with his ex-girlfriend and if it's this if it was the same thing as what clara is going through oh my goodness that's two years of that of edging of teasing of an empty promise of it escalating to more you know what I mean? Like, as a man, how can you be satisfied with just that for two years? <laughs> you know what I mean? For two years? But, well, but then again, I mean, this is the first time that he, I believe this is the first time that he's moving in with a girl. So for the first two years, you didn't 
move in with your girl. You didn't say I love you. And you're nerfing your sex habits. So that is a horrible deal for the chick. So I don't even necessarily feel bad for Ryan. You're just, you're just, um, self self sabotaging your own relationships you know for whatever i don't i don't know if it's for the greater good i don't know why you're doing it for uh i mean i know i do know why because oh, you don't want to um whatever you know uh, desecrate the uh i don't know bonding of the two unions and all that stuff and blah 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 i i get it i get it you you don't you don't want it to be a fluke so you don't want to slang your dick to anybody i get it but still i don't know man i don't know you you make you make freaking okay fine i understand that you don't want to have sex with clara because it's only been three weeks but what what's the excuse of the ex i mean granted we still don't know i have no idea of knowing if he had sex with the last one or intercourse i I should say but at least at the very minimum he did with the ex what he's doing with clara so why didn't that one work? You know, that's that's all that I'm saying. But anyway, but Clara is like, yeah, I don't know how he's never said I love you in those two years. But for her in six months, if he doesn't say I love you, then she's leaving, which I get. I totally get it. I mean, granted, I mean, it might be a little much only for the sake that Clara says she falls in love in in every relationship. But I mean then again six months you can say that that that's that's more than a enough time to for and for someone to say i love you for them for them to work to that line that they've done enough for you for you to say that for you to be comfortable in saying that and not feel like ooh, did i say that too soon six months six months is good yeah, yeah, six months, six months is fine because again, they'll live each other, they'll live with each other, they're married, they'll see each other every day. I don't see how he wouldn't be able to see that in six months' time. But the thing is that Clara didn't hold him to uh, the eight weeks like um, Jessica and Austin from I don't know what season, season eight, season nine, I don't care. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, cause she was like, oh my god, if he doesn't say I love you before the eight weeks i don't know if i can say yes to him on decision day and it's like all right you're crazy (laughs) you're you're absolutely insane if you want this guy to say i love you in eight weeks but but look at you now i think i think they have a kid or they're getting a kid or they're pregnant or or maybe um i don't know they got a dog or something but i don't know but they are in a good spot uh jessica and andrew so well, but then again, he did say "I love you" at the eight, at the eight weeks, so I don't know. Maybe she um, would have kept her word. But regardless, they're doing fine. So hopefully, he looks back at her season, or at least that clip of her saying that, so she could be like, "Wow, I was really aggressive. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't need for you to really say I love you in the eight weeks." I'm just insecure, <laughs> you know. Um, hopefully, she she looks back at that and says, "Whoa, that's crazy." 
But um, so Clara and Clara does admit that yeah, they have a friendship and companionship love for sure, and that's what she has for him. She has the friendship companion love for him, but she you know it is inching towards the actual spousal love. And uh, the producers are ask Ryan, "Hey, are you guys close to getting there?" Oh no, no, no! I'm sorry, not the producers. Um, Virginia, Virginia says, "Are you guys close to getting there?" And he's like, "Yeah, you know, I, 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 I think so. I, I think so." And then Clara just is like, "No, Ryan is like, yeah, I think so." And Clara just gives this look like, "Just fuck me already." <laughs> and and Eric just starts laughing. I mean, she didn't say that, but her eyes are just shooting at Ryan. Be like, yo, just, just let's go. Let's, let's do this already. And Eric is just dying. And Virginia, and Virginia is like, oh man, come on, like, like get it going. And um, Ryan's like, wow, what happened? And then Clara's like, oh no, I'm good. It's just that, like, yeah, I think that it's getting there too. But how many times can you say the same thing, for real? Like and that's a shot at Ryan. Like you always say that, yeah, 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 we're getting there. It's 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 getting there. But how many times can you say that? How many times can you say that before you actually before it actually happens? So you're teasing. You're you're absolutely teasing. Like she wants to say I love you. She wants to fuck, and you're just freaking taking your sweet ass time. I don't know. So um. Anyway, I feel bad for her. <laughs> but uh, so um while. Virginia, Eric, Ryan, and Clara have their double date. Um, Paige, Haley, and Brianna have like their uh, trio girl power uh, brunching. So um, Brianna is giving Vinny props as as usual, saying he's great, he's awesome, he's 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 the cat's meow. And Paige gives such a fake like, yay. <laughs> Just to show how much she's hurting inside. <laughs> because she, again, she's the one that got the short end of the deal and has, like, the whack-ass um, husband. So, um, what's it called? Uh, so, Brianna's like, okay, so, Haley, well, like, what's going on with you? And then Haley's like, well, we're sleeping in the same bed. That That's a good thing. And people are like, oh, shit, we didn't even know that you weren't sleeping in the same bed. <laughs> and... Uh, she's saying that okay he's getting she's getting to understand his humor so like that's a good thing again they're just taking it day by day they're, they're just seeing it how they're just seeing how it goes and Paige says um you know everyone's scared everyone is scared to ask Paige about what's going on in her relationship because every time she says something it's some catastrophic uh thing and she's saying well, you know, ha- have I fallen in love with the idea of marriage or just the person that I'm married to? Um, is that the reason why I'm holding on? And th- these are very good questions that she's asking herself to just to, just to see what's going on with her. Because, again, she's um, she's I don't want to say she's not right in the head. That That sounds wrong. But but it's like, hey, man, what's going on? What are you doing? You don't need to do this. Um, you you can you can leave. So, but I'm glad that she's figuring out that she's asking herself these questions because yeah, she might be in love with the idea of marriage, but didn't know that and that she shouldn't think of it as like oh I can't break away from this for nothing because 
marriage people have said people have said that marriage is hard and this is the hard and like no i mean yes marriage is hard but what you have is not hard it is insanity it's insane and you don't need to deal with this marriage you can deal with a marriage but not this one this one is too much for anyone to bear in such a small fraction of time and i'm glad that she's asking these questions it, it, it's it's really important for her to see what her worth is you know isn't that what we uh preach now um know know what your worth is so i'm glad that she is beginning to ask these questions because the answer to those questions will will guide you to know what your worth is and to not deal with this ever again so this is good so okay so we hit day 30 of marriage and we're at Haley and jacob and Haley decides to get a tarot card reader and i haven't had one of those tarot card readers in a very long time i think the last time i had it was i believe 2017 in september and the only reason why i remember that was because that was that was one week before i actually went out with um a yoga chick because that, that, I believe it was 2017. That's when I went out with Yoga Chick. Uh, the week the week before I went out with Yoga Chick, I had a tarot card reading, and uh, she was pretty good from what I can remember. And she and she was she was hinting at things that had to do with um, Yoga Chick, and that was cool. That was interesting. So yeah, um, I I would I would definitely want to do like one of those things again um i actually um had a i mean by somebody else because i had a um tarot card reading recently maybe one one and a half months ago it was very um impromptu by a like a new friend that i have i don't know if i spoke spoke about her uh yet um but she is a ex of a co-worker of mine and um she's cool you know he he wanted me to get to know her and stuff like that to see if we get the vibe and mesh and 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 we do um we'll call her illa so so illa is a tarot card reader and she read me some stuff and it was cool it was cool what she was saying it was it was actually very interesting to what, what she was saying i need to go back and see what those uh see what those cards said again but it was really cool it was really interesting but anyway so the uh tarot card reader her name was shay i believe so it it read that Haley wants to have more friendship but jacob wants to have more passion which is absolutely true and it's and it also said that she gets anxiety and is not accepting of this cup of love which shay was like is is this true and Haley's like yes it is true <laughs> and you can see like the desperation like yes oh my god i am not accepting of this freaking cup of love i get so much anxiety and it's true i mean they uh, i don't know eric, eric just needs i'm uh, not eric uh jacob needs to just calm down with his uh questionnaires and all that stuff i get it i get it though he wants reassurance i that's why i understand him i always want reassurance too you know i i definitely want reinsurance when i'm dealing with somebody because i just 
want to know that I'm not wasting my time. Like if I feel that it's going somewhere, all right, I'll go, I'll deal with the dumbness and, and all that other stuff, just as long as I know it's go, it's moving forward. But if it's still stagnant or if it's at a, if it's at one place for a long period of time, I get worried and I'm like, you know what? Nah, I'm good. I'm out. Thank you. <laughs> you know, and, and I don't want to deal with that anymore. So I totally understand. I totally understand Jacob's um, plight, but also he needs to calm down because you because he keeps shutting Haley down, and it and it's not good. So um, Virginia and Eric they have a picnic, and they're talking about Ryan and Claire moving in. Virginia's like, "Oh, isn't that cool that Claire is moving in to Ryan's spot?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's great." And Eric's like, "Well, yeah, I mean." Where we're gonna have to do that too, too soon. So like, where do you, where do you? Uh, I'm assuming you want to live in my house, right? And she's like, mm, no, I don't want to live at your house. He's like, well, I'm not living at your house. And she's like, well, I, I don't want you to. I, I'm not asking you to. So he's like, well, so then what are we gonna do? He's like, well, I want to move into our house. And he's like, okay, that that's great. But in the meantime, after we leave this apartment complex we're going to have to live somewhere before we get to a house uh, and to our house and she's like well no i you know you can stay at your place and i'll stay at mine and he's like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and he's like oh no um he's like you know you're gonna have to live what you're gonna have to live in the house if you're gonna be with me and it's a very macho thing that he does you know the very my way or the highway thing um it's either this or nothing at all and she just kind of like shuts down it's like whoa um i didn't expect that and she, but she was like i she doesn't want to live in um his place because it's like because it would feel like me living in your place as opposed to us living in our place which i totally understand and and he and to be fair Aaron gets it too but we need to be practical we have four more weeks until this until this um communal place is not ours anymore and we are married so we should live in a house with each other and um you should stay in mine and but i guess she's like no because her place is set for her and i don't know if his is bigger oh no no that's right that's what he was talking about he was saying that the reason why is because it's his house um he bought it whereas she she rents so and again even though i'm 41 and i know what renting a house is and buying a house is but i don't know the uh ramifications and the pros and cons of those things but i mean it sounds like eric is right <laughs> um it sounds like Virginia should move in with Eric and and I don't well and he did say it was going to be a while for them to find that you know uh our home business and she, he's like yo just freaking move in but she's like no I don't want to do that and I get her I get her position but at the same time it's like wow okay so let's say it takes five months to find their uh new home right so that means there's five months of them not being in the same house like i I even i get well i've heard not even i heard i have a friend who lives with her husband 
and they sleep in separate rooms um and for at least for her to my knowledge she loves it because they have um opposite sleeping patterns she likes to sleep with the television on and you know i guess a volume of 10 and he likes to sleep with the lights off or they just go to bed at different times and the other doesn't want to be disturbed when the one goes up to bed so if they have two separate rooms that eliminates so many things but i mean but then again how is the sex life you know i mean some people can make it a fun thing where he goes to well either or but let's say he goes to the room knocks on the room and you know tries to make it all sexy like like oh he came over her house or something like that you know and vice versa so that's cool but at the same time you're not in the same bed as your loved one you know like me again physical touch i have to be i have to be next to you in the bed i'll be damned if like i I can't even you know how you have a hotel and there's two beds i'll be damned if i'm sleeping in one bed and you're sleeping in the other and we can't touch let alone separate separate rooms and now let alone separate houses that virginia's thinking about like what do you want me to live in an entire different place while we're together like Ugh, that is that is definitely a dilemma. I I don't know what they're gonna do with that one. That is because it's not even that they can go either either way. the the practical the, the practical choice is Virginia to move with Eric, but that doesn't mean that she has to do it, and that's the issue. And I'm not saying that she needs to comply because that's her husband, or she needs to give up her stuff. But there needs to be well, I guess the compromise is for them to stay in each other's houses because neither of them lose anything well well they lose their companionship with each other because they're not living with each other but it's the most fairest thing because she's gonna feel resentment living in that house uh, until they move into the the real house you know what i mean so um i I, i don't know that that's 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 a that's a rough one that is a real rough one so we're at Chris and Paige again. So I think they're at, I don't know. I think they're at, I think he's at the the new apartment or at least the communal room or something like that. But anyway, um, they're playing pool. And like, of course, Chris again is showing off for in front of Paige, in front of the world. I guess just show off that like he's a, he's a, you know, he's a cool dude, he's a funny, personable dude, whatever, and the thing is, they are actually getting along, he, he, you know, he's, he's giving her the rib, he's kind of, like, playfully insulting her, and stuff like that, and she's like, and they're, they're laughing and joking, and stuff like that, things are actually going well, and, um, Paige asks for communication and consistency, oh, I mean, they're done, They're, 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 they're done playing, uh, pool, and they, and they sit down, and Paige asks for communication and consistency because things are going well and that's all she wants. But then Chris turns turns it around and says that his problem with her is her communication and inconsistency. And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah. You know, I called you like four times the other day. You didn't pick up. She was like, yo, I was with my mom. <laughs> and I had, you know, some busyness and stuff. Mind you, he didn't leave a voicemail, and she was like, oh, how come you just didn't text me 
with the issues like oh no i'm not a text guy i like to be on the phone which is pure like player stuff like because i because i guess leaving a text or leaving a voicemail is somehow evidence that i think that's how he looks at it it's evidence so i was like yo this guy called me at 706 p.m or his text says 555 p.m what were you doing texting this woman at 5.55 p.m. or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, he feels that he can it can be used against him if he texts or uh, leaves a voicemail. But with a phone call, it's live. So unless you record it, you can't do anything with him and you can't use his words against him or something like that, you know? It's, uh, it's weird. But then he's he starts getting angry and he's like yeah right now i am 100 percent emotionally disconnected because we haven't been keeping up the pace like he hasn't seen her in a week and i don't know i really don't know whose fault that is <laughs> and he says i have no connection with you mentally i'm gone so it's like wow like so the for the fa- for the past hour of us playing pool and all that stuff you were just faking it for what like what's going on so um and he says that he's accusing her of being fake on camera because off camera she's a different person um and chris says i feel that we're at a dead end and Paige just loses it and starts to cry and you can just the way that it goes down to uh you can just see in real time like her, her heart shatter and she just sits there at the um at the uh at the bar um in the seat and you you can just see she just like <laughs> she just starts crying she just like just lets go she lets she lets go and just starts to sob and weep and she just gets her stuff takes her bag takes her coat and then she just walks right past by him and he's like yo we didn't make it i'm sorry and she just leaves doesn't even say anything to him i'm just like oh my god like yo again why are we why are we doing this why what's going on you you let this man play with your heart again you let him destroy your um character again you let him defame you again um i don't know what it's going to take for you to be like you know what i'm done you you know say that say that damn thing that you said before this relationship doesn't uh serve me anymore because it doesn't you need to leave man that now now it's getting towards it's almost there it's all it's almost there this is still the front runner but now we're getting to like kate levels of uh mental and emotional emotional abuse okay and Paige, you just keep walking into it <laughs> you know uh kate from i forget i'm sorry that i keep that i mentioned these people in previous ep- previous seasons yet have no uh recollection of what season they're in but the one that i'm talking about is with kate and luke kate luke was very emotionally abusive because at the, at the beginning he has always said that he liked more exotic women aka race uh like intercultural like black and whatever but kate was white as apple pie and he thought that she was cute but he didn't want to be hit her husband 
but they did everything they had sex and and, and everything and he he didn't lead her on but he made her th- actually he was giving missing mixed signals so it wasn't leading on he was just giving mixed signals he would one be one day she would be over the moon with him and the other day he'd be like repulsed by her so she just didn't know what to do she was just broken like mentally broken and you can just see everyone's like yo get this chick off the show what are you doing like every weekend and week out she's she's being emotionally abused and she can't she she doesn't know what to do with herself same thing with Paige. she's just she's almost there if 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 the emotional abuse scale was at like a 90 for kate it's probably at an 82 for Paige, and um and like yeah she's almost there and she just needs to make it official and like leave you know so uh day 31 uh day 31 of marriage today is the official um month anniversary so we celebrated with uh brianna and vincent they're on a boat cruise and um vincent surprise surprises brianna again you know he's gonna keep doing it until she gets bored of it and um uh yeah i for me personally i think she's going to be tired of the surprises and and also he won't be able to keep up with the smoothness so but again i'm not damning them that's just how it is like you just get used to that shit but um uh, vincent is saying their love is unconditional now and she's saying i i couldn't have it i couldn't predict this going any any place better and they they watch their um wedding um the like the producers have an early version of their wedding so they're so they're watching it and they love it and then um vincent's like yeah you know my love is unconditional for you i couldn't i couldn't predict this any better you know i love you brianna miles and he and she goes brianna what and she's like oh my bad um brianna morales you know so she's like yeah that's right i'm morales and there you go okay i mean i like that i like that you know, ch- changing of the last name. We have already discussed this before. Um, I love the changing of the last name because that means that you're committed, and I love it. And um, yeah, I I feel happy about that. Um, and that's like the one thing that I like about Brianna. Everything else I do not, but that one, yeah, I like a lot. Um, Haley and Jacob, they go to a winery to celebrate their month anniversary. Um, and Haley asks Jacob, oh, how do you feel about, you know, being together for a month? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's going. And he's like, <laughs> and she's like, um, is, is, is that all you got? And he's like, well, you know, we're not where we want to be, but I'm happy we're friends. And I promise myself I won't press you. I'm just going to go with the flow. And that's a good thing because, again, that's the number one complaint that everybody has been having with Henry. Not Henry. Jesus, why do I keep calling him that? Jacob. <laughs> he doesn't remind me. I guess he must uh, un- subconsciously remind me of Henry from last season, but they're not they're nothing alike. They different physique, different look. The only thing that they're that alike is maybe their ages because they they were both the oldest of their season and they're white. That's it. But not every white person looks alike. So I don't know why I keep saying uh Henry. Oh, the, I think that's why because um Haley's name is 
Haley. So I think that's why I, I, I get it mixed up. But um, yeah, uh, Jacob says, I will I will not press. I'll just, you know, just go with the flow. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm happy for uh, Jacob that he realizes that he just needs to do that. But <laughs> three hours later, <laughs> you know, just like in the SpongeBob, um, there's dinner time and, you know, they're getting they're at a winery. So they're getting sauced up and Jacob feels like he doesn't need to hold it in the system. Any, he doesn't need to hold it. Uh, he doesn't need to hold anything back anymore. As JC as Jay Z says, you know, when the Remy's in the system, you know, I don't think they were actually drinking Remy, but meaning, yo, when that liquor is in my body, I don't know what it's going to do. So Henry just comes out and is like, Yeah, you know, I feel like you look past me when I'm in the room, so I don't know how to connect with you. And she's like, whoa, like, I, I don't look past you. He's like, yeah, I think you think I'm, like, dumb or, or whatever or, like, beneath you or, and shit like that. And she's like, no, no. Um, He's like, I don't know what – she's like, I just don't know how to connect to you, but that, but that's okay. Um, um, And he's like, well, you're not sharing what you're not attractive about me. Like, you're not giving me your reasoning – about what you're not attractive about. And then she's like, listen, I've, I've shared everything with you. So, um, he's like, okay, so, so does that mean you just don't like me then? Like, it, it, like, is that it? Cause then that, I don't know what we're doing here. And, um, she's like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. And he's like, I, I don't know. It, it just seems like this, we're just here. Like, what did, what did he say? It was very interesting the way that he said it. It was saying that it was kind of like, I don't know. I forget what he said, but essentially he was just saying that like the relationship now is pretty much like a, uh, like a, <laughs> like a horse walking in the desert with like a dead cowboy, just uh, still on the, still on the, um, still on the saddle, just, just waiting until like it, it's dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, the horse is walking around until like the whole like thing is dead. And he says that it seems it's going to take a, a strike by lightning to like each other as of, as of now, because like, you don't know why you don't like me. Um, I th- feel that you look past me and you, it's just, it's just not working. And then Haley starts to cry. She's like, I don't know. I try, I'm trying my best and all this stuff. And you know what? Maybe she is off, off, offline or whatever. I'm not offline, off camera. Maybe she is. I don't know. But me personally, I don't see anything. I I completely forgot that I mentioned that Jacob changed everything about him to suit her, to suit her needs. And she hasn't done shit. You know, um, again, she has, um, he he changed her he changed his wardrobe for her he changed his eating habits for her and she has yet to reciprocate what does she do oh she doesn't touch and and oh that's the that's the thing too he's like you don't even like try to hug me and she's like well i can't it's like well you hug strangers and you don't hug me so what do you think that means to me you know, um, she doesn't, she doesn't hold hands. She doesn't give him a good night kiss or a good morning kiss, which is what Dr. Viviana wanted them to do just to ease into 
uh, a having some sort of a semblance of a connection and she doesn't do any of that stuff but he changed drastic things he changed the way that he's dressed he changes his diet like the fuck so he, so if he's doing and she admitted that he has done everything that she has asked for and you still don't like him so you will never be happy so this so uh Jacob is right this is dragging on until the end until it's dead <laughs> you know um he he has pulled his weight he is trying i don't know if haley is trying she says she is but is she how in what way she she's just trying i think what she i think she's confusing trying with like settling or something or tolerating i think that's what it means like if you if she if you take out every time haley says i'm trying and change it with i'm tolerating that sounds that sounds a lot better She's like, yeah, I'm tolerating him. <laughs> you know, I'm tolerating what's going on. I'm tolerating it. You know, because you are. You're just waiting for this for the eight weeks to end, and then you're good. You've. She's also admitted it too that if they were just dating, she would have been out already. You know, so there's that. Um, Virginia and Eric spend their uh month anniversary finally going on a plane ride so eric takes eric takes virginia to his family's hangar and his his personal plane i think it was his personal plane and he takes her up and and he does the zero gravity thing that they did like in apollo 13 and in all those movies and she's having a blast she's she's having fun so that's good so i mean even though they still have that little quarrel that they need to figure out with the house at least their date was good uh ryan and clara um they um what's it called uh i forget where they went oh they went on a helicopter ride that's right because they wanted to go she wanted to go that there on the honeymoon but she is afraid of heights but she wanted to do it now so that's good so um i think clara asked what do you like about you know the month so far and he's like oh yeah you know i like having somebody around and he was like oh um um and i would marry you all over again she was like really yeah she was like she she was like really you would he's like yeah she's like oh my god thank you so much he's like yeah no problem pal and she's like what pal he's like oh i mean you know wife like thanks wife and i'm like oh my god like he really it's not that he's not feeling her It's it's like she hasn't got to the level that he needs her to be to think of her as a wife even though he does say that during their double date um the virginia eric ryan clara double date that he does feel like um they're married but at the same time he refers to her as pal and not and not in the whole oh he's my she's my best friend type of love is like no like yeah this is my pal this is my bud because, I mean, they haven't done anything, right? I mean, well, they haven't had sexual intercourse, but they've done stuff. So, But still, to be for, to be referred to as pal, that's pretty bad. But regardless, Ryan says that, like, yeah, having, having, Ryan says having you there every day is the thing that he loves the most that has happened yet since, uh, in, in the month anniversary. So, 
Clara saying, Clara saying, man, Ryan, Ryan is just waiting for that big moment for the I love you before the sex. And she doesn't know how long she can uh, last, which kind of sucks. So uh, we go back to Paige and Chris. Obviously, Chris is not there. Paige is watching the wedding and looking at the wedding album all by herself. And she finally says that, you know, she has to choose herself. Um, and she has, she finally got it through her head that she has to choose herself. The pain is not worth it and all this good stuff. And then one of the producers are like, well, okay, how do you, how do you move forward? And she says, we don't. Um, and she said that, um, oh yeah, she says we don't. And I'm like, good. But again, we were here before we were here before two weeks ago. You were already straight. You were like, yeah, I don't need this anymore. This doesn't, this relationship doesn't serve me anymore. And then you fell for it hook, line, and sinker. What's so different now? Other than more hate and more pain. What 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 clicked in your head to say I need to choose myself? Granted, I'm not faulting. Well, I am faulting her. But, but I'm just saying like, okay, this is great that you reached this uh, solution. However, however you got to it, you, you reached to it. So now what are you going to do? Are we going to stick to it or are you going to go back? So we, we need to find that out. I hope you do not go back. So we get to um, uh, Ryan and Clara again. They're they're done with the helicopter ride. They go back to the house. It's uh, They're in the backyard. It's all spick and span because before it was super dirty. But Ryan did some work and he hung up like a makeshift projector and all that good stuff. So they're watching the um, they're watching the wedding, clearly, and one of the producers are saying, one of the producers says, "Do you think you could be falling in love with Clara?" And he's like, "Yeah, I, I think I think we're getting there for sure. Yeah, 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 I think we're getting there." Like he, oh, <laughs> his favorite word is "sure," and his favorite sentence is, "I think we're getting there for sure." <laughs> but that's his thing. That is that is his favorite line and his favorite word. That's it's so crazy. Um, but yeah, but they're, you know, just watching the wedding and, you know, just watching the wedding. <laughs> so, uh, Eric and Virginia, um, they go, they come back from their, uh, plane ride and he got her a blanket. No, no, no. He got a blanket with her face on it, with her face and his dog on it. That's what she got him. And he got virginia coordinates of where they got married and at first she was on you know on a on a not on a map on a on a plaque of sorts and she was like i don't understand what these things are and it's like no it's it's coordinates of where we got married she's like oh my god that's so great thank you <laughs> oh man i was like oh boy it's so funny but i mean it was cute it's cute gifts you know it's a month you know what are you gonna do so um last thing is that we get to Ryan and Clara and um yeah they're watching their wedding on the screen and again she she it's interesting because she says that she doesn't know what she's gonna say on decision day and I was like huh I didn't even realize that she had this dilemma uh I don't know why because I'm thinking that this is this can be easily what their I, I believe their issue can be easily rectified, but maybe it's a deeper issue than I'm allowing myself to make it. You know, like all he needs to do is just fuck her, and then that's it. Like, all right, we're good. <laughs> you know, but he doesn't want to do it for, and and that's his right. That's his right to not do it. 
but I think she's thinking of it deeper. Like, I don't think that this guy is going to ever allow himself to be vulnerable. Because remember, this man was in a relationship for two years and he did not say I love you to the chick. And I don't even know to his ex. And I don't even know if she felt love, you know, as opposed to, oh, this guy is a good guy. He's a good companion because the Ryan and Clara are good people. I believe that they're good for each other. But Ryan need, is the one that needs to break down those walls. Um, and he doesn't want to unless he wants to. And again, that is his right. But who, who's to say that because you've been holding your walls up for so long that you might miss out on a good thing? You know? So with her saying, I don't know what she's going to say on decision day, granted that that could have been production making her say that or stuff like that but i think it's genuine because it's like i don't want to stay in this loveless relationship you know if, if that's if that's the case and it's like wow because I'm, i don't think i've seen a compatible couple you know like of course we've seen people break up more than get married but sometimes it's like yeah they should have broke up or or like what that's a surprise because um, well, no, there've been some surprises, but this will be a surprise for me if she's like, nah, I don't want to over something that can be easily fixed. But again, it could be a, a, a more, uh, deep rooted, deep seated issue that, um, will have, will eventually have to come to the surface. Definitely. Maybe not in this relationship, but definitely in the next that has to be dealt with or it or or that has to be addressed or it's never going to go away. Um, and it's just interesting that, like, let's say if she says no. It's like, wow, that's that sucks. And I, that's when I'll truly see that, like, oh, no, she needs to. Um, she did it for her. She did it for her and her, her, her and her uh, uh, mentality, you know, like, oh, wow. Yeah, I can see that she thought that she was probably never going to get love. I I get it. And and I, don't give me that face. I know you're saying, "Oh wait, well what about Paige?" No, Paige is Paige is an idiot. She should have left 4 weeks ago. Okay? She is self-sabotaging her life. She's taking that abuse. This is totally that's totally different from what I'm talking about with Ryan and Claire. Like Ryan and Claire seems like they are a good couple and they and they can be very good for each other. But to I can see Clara giving up because she's not getting what she wants and and what and it's and it, again it's more than the sex at least for me I I think it is it's just that he doesn't want to he doesn't want to be vulnerable he, and he won't he won't he won't allow himself to be vulnerable and that's the funniest thing because he won't allow himself to be vulnerable unless that person on the other end is meant for him but the ironic thing is he is holding he is holding out but to his wife <laughs> you know what i'm saying who if you're not giving your if you're not being vulnerable or giving yourself up to your wife who is higher than that that you would give up to you didn't get you didn't give up yourself with the two two um with the two year relationship girl and that was two years this is your wife and you still don't want to do it 
So what woman are you thinking of or that you're waiting for that will reach the hierarchy that you are trying to achieve that you can finally be like, oh, okay, Woo, I can finally give myself up. I can finally be vulnerable. I can put my walls down and I can finally fuck this person. Who Who is that going to be other than your wife, Ryan? Who is that? <laughs> who's Who's going to attain that? that uh that level that goal who is that i don't know but anyway yeah she says she doesn't know what she's gonna say on decision day um uh they're looking they're it's getting it's winding down on the wedding video and he, he they're getting to the vows and he says yeah i meant i said those things and i meant those things and I mean everything that I said in my vows till today. And you see like this, <laughs> I don't think it was editing, but like you just see this like pause where he could have absolutely said, I love you. And she could have said, I love you too. And then they give, you know, they give like a kiss to each other and then, you know, they go inside the house and then they fuck. Like it would have been perfect. But he doesn't say a damn thing. And she's like, I concur <laughs> yeah. she's like yeah i concur and they just sit there in silence and like ugh. and he doesn't say anything and he's just like <sighs> and then that's it and then the episode ends <laughs> it's like fam man what are you doing yo what, what what's really good what are you doing but i just find it hysterical but that i mean that's <laughs> that's the end of the episode um yeah so yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know but hopefully uh ryan and claire uh they get their uh, act together anyway all right that is the end of that show i mean end of the episode <clears throat> let's get to uh car 25 all right 25 look at that 25 all right let's see what car 25 has in store okay here we go. State my personal philosophy in one sentence. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. Holy crap. State my personal philosophy in one sentence. The funny thing is, I. damn, I wish I was prepared because I think I do have one, but you just called me on the spot right there. Johnny on the spot. But, um... Man, I'm gonna have to go with a fake one, man. Ah, man. I, I maybe I can answer this at a later time or something like that. But yeah, I only um. Yeah, I only know the. F I I don't I don't have one. Um. Just I don't know, man. Just uh, this this is gonna be bad. And it's gonna be very uh safe. But just just do better. That's it with everything do better i have on my uh on my personal instagram anyway um it says writer overthinker daydreamer the goal is growth in all aspects of life oh maybe that's it there you go state my personal philosophy in one sentence the goal is growth in all aspects of life there there you go that that's what i literally have on my uh instagram my personal instagram so um yeah, that's what it is. 
that's 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 and I guess that was like kind of like the an offshoot of uh, do better. That's what I'm trying to do, man. Just trying to be better in all aspect all aspects of life, romantically, sexually, mentally, physically, emotionally, everything. I'm just just trying to be better and get in a state where I can just be happy with every aspect in my life. That's a big thing too. And again, that doesn't necessarily mean that I need to be balling or whatever, but I would love to just be, I would like to look at any, at every aspect of my life and just be like, I'm happy in this area. That's it. And I know that's a very hard thing to achieve, but it is definitely a goal and in a, in a, and a attainable goal. Not to say that just because it's rough, you shouldn't do it, but it's like, it's going to be a challenge. And if it's a challenge, it's worth doing. So that's me. I can't, I, that's, that's my thing. I can't wait. All right. That's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers, such as Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is Tink Pod. If you have any suggestions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at tinkpodcast at gmail.com, and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody. <laughs>